Slice Audio. On this episode of Bounce from the Roadhouse, Naked and Afraid, John Wayne at the Oscars, way worse than Chris Rock and Will Smith. We'll also talk to Judd Hoos, who's competing on American Song Contest, health adventure, update, and so much more. Don't forget to subscribe, leave us a review, and some stars. Plus, follow us on TikTok, just look for The Roadhouse Show, and on Facebook, The Roadhouse with Amy and Brandon. Bounce from the Roadhouse! I don't know how I feel about electric cars yet. Well, yeah, I do. I don't like them. <laughs> well, like, if you were going to go buy a car right now, would you consider buying an electric car? Yeah, I would. Wow, yeah, really? Why not? Okay. The only problem I see with them is, like, in the band, I said it the other day, I wanted an electric car to replace the excursion because we were filling up with fuel and it was so expensive. But the the problem is the distance you can travel, and then you got to wait to charge it, you know? So, like, say if I was to drive to Sioux Falls, the vehicle, an electric car, barely makes it to Sioux Falls from Rapid, and then you got to wait for it to charge. You know, it's not like filling up in three <laughs> yeah, minutes. you got to, like, know? waiting for your phone to charge. Exactly. So, so that would kind of be a, a, a change, a lifestyle change. Is it out of the question? Is it dumb? I don't know. You That's, know how, like, sometimes you'll wake up in the morning, you're like, oh, I forgot to charge my phone. Yeah. What if you wake up in the morning and you're like, I forgot to charge my car. <laughs> you bring, you yeah. bring like, you, know, you bring your phone charger to work, you bring your car charger to work. Let me plug How do you get it there you. if you don't have your car charger? I don't know. You have to have an expe- a special extension cord? No, it's know. the new way to get out of work. Sorry, my car didn't Sorry. charge last yeah. night. I thought I had it plugged in, but I guess it was a little off the charger. <laughs> I can see how you would be into getting an electric car, you know, with well, your band traveling and all the money you spend on gas. But is a gas car more expensive? I, I think if you're buying the car, the initial cost is pretty close to the same. They used to be more expensive, but I mean, I think the cost of a, I mean, shucks, a new car, like a brand new car, you're spending between thirty to $70,000 on, depending on the type of vehicle you get. So an electric car is about that same price, right? Mm-hmm. And there's plus and minuses on both as far as features go. You know, the Teslas and stuff, they have a lot of really nice features in the car. But if everybody were to switch over to an electric car, would this country be able to power them all? I don't know. That's a lot. And you, you really got to do your research. Where do these batteries And our from? homes and yeah, our cell phones are very important. Yep. Got to be yep. able to charge your cell phones. Yeah. Exactly. So it's it's a lot of electricity. Where does electricity come from? Maybe that's why we've been going to Mars. Yeah. We're looking for more electricity. That'd be a long extension cord. <laughs> but yeah, but it's I, I think it's a it's a it's a problem, right? My personal opinion, and I don't I'm not and I don't nothing. I think there's a lot of technology left on the table for gas, diesel, fossil fuel motors to get better efficiency. And I think there's a lot of technology left on the table for electric cars, too, to, to find that happy medium. I think people immediately think an electric car is so much better and greener for the for the planet. But the electricity has got to come from somewhere. The batteries came from somewhere. Yeah, don't so, they have to mine to get the batteries with a gas-powered tractor? I mean, it's true. And was it better for the environment to mine that than it was for us to be driving around in gas? I don't know. I truly don't know, you know? I don't want one. We've been talking about gas cars versus electric cars, and then Brandon started researching and <laughs> fell down a rabbit hole. I did. I am, I don't want an electric car. I don't either. I would rather, I love gas and diesel. I love the power of it, the sound, everything about it. Yeah. I love it. But it is almost kind of cool, but not like a 
forty to a hundred thousand dollars cool of like, hey, let's just buy one to have around, you know? No, true. Yeah. Know. So what did you find in your research? I found that the price of the you can get a base model Teslas where I, I went down the Tesla uh, rabbit hole. <laughs> you can get a base Tesla for like forty thousand dollars, forty ish thousand. But if you want to get a real one, that'll go a long ways and have a lot of different features. You're up over a hundred thousand dollars. They even have uh, the super truck that is just this year or possibly this next year ready for delivery. And then they even have a semi, like an actual over-the-road semi with a 500-mile range. And they say after you burn about 80% of it, it'll charge in 30 minutes if you use one of their Tesla uh, superchargers or whatever. Oh, my gosh. So how often would you have to charge a semi? Daily. Wow. That's your max miles for the day. So it lasts all day? Yeah, I mean, you could you re- theoretically in a in a diesel powered truck you could drive farther. So, That's yeah. crazy. Well, I don't want one. I can see um, how it's beneficial for people that travel a lot and drive a lot, but I don't want one to drive around town. Yeah, you're limited. We have a Roadhouse Five about it. The Roadhouse Five. Top five great things about driving a gas guzzler. Number five: truck nuts look tacky on a Prius. <laughs> Number four, you haven't lived until you spent eight hours trying to parallel park a tank. <laughs> Number three, a car engine is supposed to rumble like an angry god, not buzz like an ear trimmer. <laughs> Number two, trips to the Quickie Mark for Phillips are also a great way to check out the latest novelty trucker hats. Hey, nice hat. Thanks. Way. And number one, top five great things about driving a gas guzzler. Duh, you can't siphon your neighbor's electricity. The Roadhouse. So the thank you note thing that I received, the Mm -hmm. creepy thank you note, just a blank thank you note from the people that make the thank you notes, but no marketing, nothing like here's where to order the thank you note, nothing, just a blank thank you note. Even if you liked it, you couldn't get more because you don't know. (laughs) Yeah, sent three-day UPS like it came at like eight o'clock at night. Weird. It was very strange. Very creepy. Never found out who sent that. It's okay. It's fine. Yet. <laughs> it did stress me out though. Mm-hmm. Everything was like related to it days after, like for a week after that. Yeah. I was like, is that the person? Is this the person? But that was pretty stressful. I also get really stressed out. Like the other day, my son got a rash. And I was like, oh my gosh, this could be something very simple, like a heat rash, or this could be something very extreme. (laughs) Like, that was pretty stressful. Money stresses me out. What what stresses you out? Yeah, finances, like you said, the money thing. uh, Because it seems like in my band, we can never buy enough stuff. We're always behind, need to buy more, and you got to come up with the money, you know? And so that, that stresses a guy out, budgeting that stuff. As much as I enjoy it, I wish I had the more money to, to enjoy it with. Um, but like uh, my daughter, uh, that stresses me out. Just having one, it's just everything about it. The other thing that I've been stressing lately is like um, my son will be driving, and I think we're under ten days now. Ten days, he's gonna go take his test and possibly possibly be driving himself to school on his own and to practices. That stresses me out. Like, what if I like going to practices? I don't want to drive two cars to practice. Do I just ride with him? No. No, he drive- rides with you. Drive yourself. Is it, do I let them go pick up buddies and go cruising around? No. I don't think so. Oh, my god, That's gosh. stressing me out. Oh, the day Michael does that, I am just going to... I'm going to start drinking again. You're like 10 years away from this. Not even that. You're like eight. Oh, my gosh. Huh? It goes by fast. Just a second ago, it was 10. Now it's eight. What I are you going to do? Start, I need to start planning for this. Yeah. 
And it's like, what do you do? So, I don't know how to... I wrap them in some Charmin. I don't know. Yeah, Charmin. Got a story for you here. You know, way back in the day... Get at me, sister. I was living in Tennessee, mm-hmm. and I was, you know, performing this song. Uh, Martina McBride used to sing it, Broken Wing. Oh, yeah. And I would enter these singing competitions, and boom, I would win them just one after another. Because uh-huh. apparently not everybody can sing that song. Yeah, it's a, it's a hard song to sing. It's yeah. a belter. A lot of people try. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it doesn't But I well. was winning them right and left. And I was, like, going through a hard time. My dad sent me the music, and I learned the song. And, and it was just kind of meaningful. Yeah. Because I was almost kind of, like, living what the song was about. Yeah. So it was really cool. And so I ended up getting a tattoo. And I... So happened to put this tattoo on my lower back. Um, <laughs> some angel wings. One of them's broken, and then it has a music note in the middle of it. Okay, yeah. And I just thought it was the coolest thing because I designed it, you know. Yeah, yeah. And so I ended up getting it on my lower back, and lo and behold, it's other women were getting tramp. tattoos out oh. of the book. You know, just a basic tattoo on the lower back. Those are tramp stamps. Mm-hmm. I don't consider mine a tramp stamp. No, because it was designed by myself. I think it's cool that you have a tattoo that means something to you, but it is in the tramp stamp area. I know. What so do you think it's a tramp stamp? Hey, look, there was once upon a time I thought I'd get a tattoo, and it's tribal, and those are dumb too. Yeah, and I, it doesn't go away. Those are cool though. No, they look they're cool. Dumb. Yeah. No, they're dumb. But like the the dream catcher tattoo yeah. is that what you're talking about? Not me. Yeah. No, I don't have a dream catcher tattoo. What kind of tattoos do you have? Uh, mostly dumb ones. Uh, (laughs) I have the tribal and then I have like a Japanese symbol on my back. That means father. And, uh, then I have a 13 on my shoulder because on Friday the 13th, we went and got tattoos one time. That's, that's it. Oh, and then I've got the one thing with the wife right here, the endless journey or whatever. And we have our initials on it. Yeah. And and you have a tramp stamp also. No, I don't. I'm just kidding. But uh, I don't. But I'm excited to say that these tattoos, the lower back tattoos, uh-huh. they're making a comeback. Why? I don't know, but they are. I mean, I guess instead of getting like a whole sleeve done on your arm, you can get your whole back done. Is that <laughs> when we're starting? These to were back? huge in the '90s and the early 2000s. Then, you know, they started getting called tramp stamps. Wedding Crashers made fun of them. Yeah. Saturday Night Live, and so now we're just like ashamed of them. Well, and, you know, as a man, you got to sometimes look down at these tramp stamps, try to figure out what the heck's going on. Well, they're trying to bring them back. Oh, boy. There's a tattoo artist. She talked to, this girl posted this video. She talked to this tattoo artist, and she said they've been getting tons of them. Mm. Like, they've been doing all kinds of lower back tattoos Mm -hmm. again. So, Mm -hmm. maybe they are cool now. Yeah, I don't, you know, I'm just not sure. I think the name tramp stamp pretty much kind of killed it. And mine is not a tramp stamp because I designed it. The tramp stamps are the tattoos that were selected from a book that tons of women have. Like, nobody else has my tattoo. Yeah. There's tramp stamps out there that are on thousands of people. Let let me ask you this. How do you decipher if somebody has a tramp stamp or if they made it themselves? How do you know? Because you designed it. But how do you know? It's got to be something simple and cheesy like a flower or, I don't know, something that you see all the time. But I think what's weird is when people get tattoos that don't mean anything to them, they just do it anyways, just to do it. Yeah. Like my Friday the 13th tattoo. Mm -hmm. And then, I mean, it means something to me now because of the people I was with when I did it. But like a tramp stamp to me is that. I just got this tattoo there because everybody's got a tattoo there and I picked it out of the book. 
but you can't tell. See, you just said it. That's not what I did. I you I see. I, that's why I like yours because it has a story behind it. Whether it's on your tramp stamp area or it was on the middle of your back, it wouldn't have mattered. You know, it means something to you. What if you put it on your butt cheek? Would it still have the same <laughs> meaning? Yeah. Sunday night on the Oscars. Everybody's talking about this. We talked a little bit about it yesterday. Yeah. Man, this is like just what everybody's talking about right yeah. now. It's just crazy. Chris Rock getting hit in the face by Will Smith live on the Oscars. Yeah. Some people are saying, you know, was this made up yeah. because nobody watches the Oscars now? Are people going to tune in to watch it now? Or mm-hmm. was this real? Well, back in December, Jada posted a video about having alopecia, and that's mm-hmm. when you lose your hair. I did not know that. Yes. I mean, I, I heard about it now. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because of this. So she has a shaved head. So Will Smith and her are sitting at the Oscars, and Chris Rock starts to crack some jokes. Jada, I love you. G.I. Jane 2, can't wait to see it. All right? <laughs> it's, that, was a, that was a nice one. Okay. I'm out here. Uh-oh. Richard. <laughs> oh, wow. Wow. Will Smith just smacked the shit out of me. Keep my wife's name out your mouth. Wow, dude. Yeah. It was a G.I. Jane jump. Keep my wife's name out your mouth. I'm going to, okay? <laughs> I can, oh, okay. That was a... Greatest night in the history of television. Okay. So some people think maybe this was like an act to get people to watch the Oscars. My husband even brought that up. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't know. That's kind of a touchy subject. Like, would you allow that to like happen if they were like, yeah, let's make fun of your wife who has alopecia. Would you be like, yeah, sign me up. Or was this like an actual true real thing that happened? You know, I could see it going both ways. At first, before I watched the video of it, and like the recording we just heard, before I heard it or seen it, I was kind of like, uh, this is totally fake. Yeah. You know? And then I watch it and I'm like, you can kind of see Chris Rock's response is kind of where it almost might be real. You know what I mean? It, like, it, it's real. He was flustered. After it, he was like, okay, let's give away a documentary or an award. You know what I mean? He's like, he was flustered still. So it makes me kind of believe it's real. But then again, these are professional actors that do this for a living. And so they needed something. Honestly, without this happening, would we even be talking about the Oscars? No, they would have came and went, and I didn't watch it. I don't. I couldn't tell you anything else that happened. Yeah. You know, I have no clue. Second question: Did Will Smith do the right thing? Would Would you have done that for your wife? My husband said I would have done that for you too. Um. And I I kind of liked that he did that, but I also think on the other hand, you know, a lot of actors get made fun of. And they, you know, they keep it to themselves. So is he just making a stand and and maybe that's what they should do? I don't Uh, know. Yeah, I don't know. I think it's kind of part of the show. I think, say, if I was put in those shoes, if it was me and Megan and we were out there and they made a joke about her hair or she had shaved head or something. But I I don't think I would have stood up and done that live on TV. I don't think I would have yelled out curse words. I might have afterwards or backstage walked up to him and said, hey, think think again before you go making fun of my wife. I'm not okay with it. You can make jokes about me all day, but my wife is not free game. 
Yeah. You know? And then the third thing is Will Smith ended up winning that award. Yeah. So he's got to go back up on stage and accept this award. Yeah. And it was pretty emotional. Richard Williams was a fierce defender of his family. In this time in my life, in this moment, I am overwhelmed by what God is calling on me to do and be in this world. I'm being called on in my life to love people and to protect people. Now, I know to do what we do, you got to be able to take abuse. You got to be able to have people talk crazy about you people disrespecting you and you got to smile and you got to pretend like that's okay but Richard Williams thank you D Denzel said to me a few minutes ago he said at your highest moment be careful that's when the devil comes for you OMG they did one of those stupid studies oh yeah and they found that your coworkers might actually like to hear your thoughts on how bad they are at their jobs. Really, though? For example, less than 3% of people in the study told a researcher that they had a smudge on their face, even though it was, like, clearly visible on their face. Like, if you had a, a bat in the cave, Brandon, I would be like, hello, go blow your nose. Well, yeah, but that's different than, like, criticizing, right? I mean, like, telling somebody, hey, you got some ink or something on your face. What, what if you're a normal? newscaster? Well, you would tell them, especially you tell that person because they're, they're about to go newscast their face all over the world or wherever. Well, this person was leading this study. They had a smudge on their face. Nobody told them. They used their face for their job. Test it out on me. What? Give me some criticism. Um, but you don't have anything on your face. It doesn't have to be on my oh, face. Like actual Just tell criticism? me something I'm really bad at. Hey, well, nice work with your hair. Well, you know, you'll get it tomorrow. No, it has it's to fine. be about my job. It has to be about your job. Yeah, tell me something that I'm horrible at. Hey, you're good. No, but come on, Brandon. You suck at this. There you go. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't know. What do you want me to criticize you about? Well, you want me to go first? Um, <laughs> I know what we could do. What? This always makes you happy. Um, Let's tell another poop joke. How about you say um one more time? Um, We could do a poop joke. We've been talking about criticism in the workplace and how they did this stupid survey how our coworkers want more criticism yeah they want more of it so we're going to test this out on our coworkers. we have jacqueline in here we, we Hello. Have, we have houston in here what co-worker ever agreed to this you did I, you guys did <laughs> what? all right so, okay let so me just you, i'm going to start off with some houston criticism oh do it, do it okay first off you need to work on your communication skills go to hell Amy. <laughs> oh does that does that work? Is that did I, I, did I communicate that clearly enough to you? Oh. Did that come across? We as work it in the communication business, and you don't have any. Really? Have, have, give me give me an example. If you're going to criticize me, give me an example. We might have gotten fired, but you forgot to send the email. <laughs> so we're oh, no. still here. Trust me, both <laughs> folks. That email's coming. All right. Oh, no. It is on the way. Ah. Okay, now your turn to criticize him. Uh oh. Um. What? Um. Look at me in the eyes when you do it, Brandon. Uh, Look me right here in the eyes when you do it. So, uh, I got a lot of text messages when I filled in for you while you were gone. Mm -hmm. And uh, they were like, wow, <laughs> this is so much better. Your voice is so much sultry and so much better than 
this Houston kid. I'll, so, I'll, yeah. I won't send you the email. I'll tell it to your face right now. Yeah. You can just be done. Okay. <laughs> All right. How's that? Ah, yeah. Yeah. This criticism. Here, this, this this stings a little, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. Are you ready for this, Jacqueline? Not so much. <laughs> <laughs> what? Jacqueline, you need to dress more professional. You can shove it. <laughs> I felt like she's pretty professionally dressed. But, um, I got nothing. Come <laughs> on. So, so you're in sales. Um, how's that going? <laughs> you need to sell more stuff, Jacqueline. Oh, you can bite me. <laughs> You know what I'm getting out of this whole conversation from you two is that yeah. is that you really you really like us honestly. That's it was tough for both of you. We don't just to like criticize you. us. We love you. Do yeah, you really? You. Yes. Yeah, we do love you. you. Or is that a, is that a criticism? I'm feeling the love right now because yeah. I'm not I'm not feeling any of that. No, honestly. No, Why don't you guys all. give it back to us? Yeah. Um, uh, let's see. I can't I can't criticize either one of you. Yes. I really I really can't. Well, you need to work on, on your criticism. On the air criticisms. with the microphone, because oh. as soon as we turn this off, <laughs> oh, fellas, oh. it's coming. It's coming. Got Jacqueline, let us just, have it. Just. No, I don't have anything mean to say about either Man. one of you. Both of you need to work on your criticism. I want to know in this poll that you did or this whatever you read, what what was the basis for this? Who who said they wanted more criticism? They. Who would ever agree to I that? Agree. I they. agree. Constructive with Houston. criticism? Honestly, it, did it say constructive or did it just say criticism? It, I skipped over that part. The constructive oh, it part? It did say constructive. It did say yes. constructive. So you just did this whole bit to be mean. I did. That's what this whole thing yeah. was for. I knew you'd read into it. Wow. I fell for it hook, line, and sinker. I did, yeah. too. I should have known better when she came down and said, can I criticize you on the air? Yeah. Well, I you guess. guys are welcome. Now there, you know what to improve on. There, there's Good a job. reason why I don't listen to your show. <laughs> All right. Now get out there and be <laughs> All better. All right. And that's it. <laughs> hey, Amy. Hey, what? Have you ever seen that show Naked and Afraid? No, I'm actually afraid to watch it. Well, don't be. They blur everything out. There's absolutely no point. And then what makes me even more mad is I clicked on it. The reason I clicked on it is because it said Naked and Afraid, uncensored. I'd probably click on that. And I'm like, all right, let's see. Because if I'm going to watch Naked and Afraid, I want to see all of it. Not in a perverted way, but I'm like, look, if you're going to go out in the jungle and you're going to survive on nothing for two weeks... I want to I want to see it. What's it like? You know what I mean? They, their face is dirty. Their body is covered in dirt. What, what's it like? They're cavemen-ish, if you will. Okay, let's see it then. I want to see it. Otherwise, you're just another survival show. Why are you naked? I wouldn't be able to walk around like that because I like to, you know, I take I take the over-the-shoulder boulder holder off as soon as I get home. Yeah. And then I tuck the T-shirt underneath. <laughs> so if I don't have any tuckage... I'm gonna be very uncomfortable. There's gonna there's gonna be a really bad sunline, you know. Yeah, right. So the episode, <laughs> so the episode I'm watching. I mean, I feel you. I'm a man. I I have those too. But uh, uh, I uh, the episode I'm watching are kids. They're 18 year old kids, and they are now to the point where these new episodes are the kids of past contestants. That's really disturbing. Yeah, it's weird. And so, so here they are. Out in the jungle, living two 18-year-olds, an 18-year-old girl, 18-year-old dude. The dude was the whiner and complained the whole time, and the girl was so well-rounded and did such a good job. Like, by the end of it, I was like, this girl's amazing. Like, I, I want this girl to be in charge of something. Like, she's amazing. Anyway, but it was dumb. They, they each lost, like, the girl lost 17 pounds. At one point during the show, they were talking about how they've consumed 60 calories and burnt 20,000 calories. And I'm like, 
Well, that's a heck of a diet. Well, see, now this is a weight loss journey. Yeah, that's a weight loss journey right there. But they're out in some jungle. they got to worry about fire ants, snakes, pumas, tigers, whatever. I don't know. Oh, my know. gosh. Can you imagine a scorpion? Oh. Yeah, no. But that's where I don't get, understand the point of the naked. This is the only reason the show exists is because the title is Naked and Afraid. That's the dumb part. This is dumb. Why is it? Why not be lingerie and afraid? Why can't I be out there in gym shorts? <laughs> lingerie. You know, why can't I put on some lingerie, if you will? You know, and just sit out there. I, imagine sitting on the dirt butt naked. It should be yoga pants and afraid. Anything, right? I get it. Minimal. Minimal. They give you nothing and you walk out. And then they give you that satchel with some stuff in it. And that's all you get. Do it with clothes. Why do we got to be naked? You're not even showing us. So uh, the good news is advertisement popped up. If you think you got what it takes, you know, send us an email. Sent them an email. Sent them our photos. Boom. They want the roadhouse on Naked and Afraid. So all we got to do is send them our information and we could be on Naked and Afraid. And how well would that promote the show? People would be tuning into the roadhouse from all over the world. Oh, my gosh. These guys are awesome. There is no way in the Sam Hill that I'm going on Naked and Afraid. Think about the weight loss, though. They lost. They had nothing to lose. Look at us. We'd be on there. We could lose 20, 30, 40 pounds in two weeks. Nothing. We consume 60 calories. If they change the show to all-you-can-eat buffet and afraid, sign me up. The past couple days, we've been talking about the big smack everybody's talking about. Mm-hmm. Will Smith smacking Chris Rock in the face at the Oscars. And it looks like he went online and apologized, finally. Not yeah. like in a video, not in person, but he said, violence in all of its forms is poisonous and destructive. My behavior at last night's Academy Awards was unacceptable and inexcusable. Jokes at my expense are a part of the job. But a joke about Jada's medical condition was too much for me to bear, and I, I reacted emotionally. Yeah. I can see that. And then he goes on to say, I would like to publicly apologize to you, Chris. I was out of line and I was wrong. I am embarrassed and my actions were not indicative of the man I want to be. There is no place for violence in a world of love and kindness. Sounds sincere. And, he's, and then he apologizes to the Academy. He also apologized to the King uh, Richard family. And he said, I deeply regret that my behavior has stained what has been an otherwise gorgeous journey for all of us. I am a work in progress. We all yeah. are. We all are. Yeah, we all are. So was this sincere, or do you think it's just because, you know, he feel, he felt like he had to? What do you think? I mean, I, I think it uh, time will tell. From a man who, who suffers from anger similar to that, so in the past I've had moments where I explode and act or I react or do things that I immediately regret. Uh, it is difficult sometimes. You know, you, you, you do things and you wish you wouldn't have. That's why, like I was saying, is like I, I think – Hindsight, looking at the whole situation, I think I would have much better just held it in and went up to him afterwards and said, hey, I'm not cool with that. That's the more gentlemanly way, probably the more mature way. In that same exact situation, if you would have acted the same, you kind of feel stupid. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, you're sticking up for your wife and you're doing something cool, but in front of the entire world, in front of your peers, I don't know, you know? Mm -hmm. And I guess Chris Rock's ticket sales have surged since the slap. And now you can even slap Chris yourself on TikTok. Oh, there you there's go. Like a, there's like a special filter. Like the closer <laughs> you get to his face, the louder the smack gets. Oh like my people gosh. are all into this. And then I was wondering what the real King Richard felt about what Will Smith did. And a spokesman for him says he was shocked 
And then he said, we don't condone anyone hitting anyone else unless it's in self-defense. Yeah. So he was not for what he did. No, and, and like I said, I mean, you're, he, he, Will Smith said it in his apology. Acting out in violence is not doesn't fit in a, in a world where he's trying to push love. Mm-hmm. And, you know, everybody makes mistakes, though. Yeah. So that's the thing is, do I forgive him? Sure. It doesn't matter to me. Does Chris Rock forgive him? I'm sure he will. I think they're all mature enough adults. They can move forward and everything's going to be fine. So after all of this, do you still think it was staged? Or do you think it was real? I mean, I I do think a little bit was staged. I'm not sure. It's really hard to say. Because here is uh, Jada on TikTok talking about her hair, just like a couple days before the Oscars. I don't give two craps what people feel about this bald head of mine, because guess what? I love it. Well, yeah. Yeah. She, like, rolled her eyes and was shaking her head. She was mad when Chris Rock made the joke. I mean, hey, you know, it was a little bit inappropriate. She does. It's not one thing that she shaved her head because she wanted to. You know what I mean? It She had to. Yeah. And so a low blow, you know, kind of a thing. And I think, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I can see both sides. Most of com- comedians are on Team Rock, of course. And then Tiffany Haddish came out. She was, you know, Team Will. She said it was the most beautiful thing she's ever seen. And I was kind of like that, too. Like when I first saw it for the first time, I was like, wow, that's. That's having your wife's back. It is, you know? Yeah. I think so, too. I think hats off. One thing I forgot to mention is hats off to Chris Rock for remaining so, remaining so professional. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. he just got smacked. If it's real, 100% real, he got smacked, and it took very little time to gather himself, was still a little flustered, but carried on with the show like almost nothing. He literally just got smacked. And you can hear him. He like goes to say something and then he pulls and back. And then he was like, you know, I could, you know what, no. <laughs> I could, oh, okay. He like carried on. He was like, alright. Yeah, but yeah, I'm I'm moving on from it. Yeah. Right. I don't know. Real, I think it was probably real. Fake or real? It got us talking about the Oscars where otherwise we wouldn't have. Are you going to watch the Oscars next time? No. M- me either. If you've been following us lately, you'd know that we're on a new weight loss thing. Yep, extravaganza. Adventure trip. <laughs> and we haven't figured out a name for it. Or have we? Oh, oh, we sure so have. been putting polls up on Facebook, you know, asking around. Our coworker won't allow us to call it Journey because yep. he says that's like a trip to space or something. It's so, like going to the moon. Yeah. Yep. So that's stuck in our head, so we don't want to call it Journey. Mm-mm. But we've finally figured it out. Yep. Shall we do a drum roll? Yes, we should. Or no, people usually usually say, drum roll, please. The name of our weight loss shenanigans mm-hmm. shall be, Brandon, tell them. Health Adventure. That's right, ladies ba, 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 and gentlemen. <laughs> Thank you all for all of your input and helping us land on Health Adventure. Yeah. It's uh, not just weight loss. No. It's our total health. It's total health. Yeah. You know, it's not really about weight loss. I mean, hopefully that's a part of it, and it probably will be, for, but it's for, about the health. For me, I kind of feel like I'm going to die if I don't do this, because yeah. I feel so unhealthy. So, you know what? I mean, eventually. I'm improving my health. Yes. Whether it's weight loss Our or not. Our weight loss journey is going to be called Health Adventure. <laughs> I, I already feel like <laughs> I've lost weight. Yeah. Or inches, possibly. Yeah. That's what I'm into. Mm-hmm. I can't wait to uh, put on the same shirts that I like to wear, but they actually fit. I want to put 
uh, pants on that don't roll at the top. Oh, <laughs> or like yeah. Yeah, the shirts cool. that roll up. I want to wave. Like, I want to like stick my hand up and wave at somebody, and my trucker belly not stick out the yeah. bottom of my shirt. What's up, everybody? My belly. Sorry about that. <laughs> me, me too. Me too. <laughs> you don't have a trucker belly, but yeah. I oh yes, I do. I suck it in. Oh okay. Well, you're good at it. I, <laughs> there's only so much I can suck in. You know. <laughs> and Brandon joined me in a class yesterday. Mm-hmm. I was yeah. in class three. You did your first class. Yeah, it was great. And I'm a little upset about it. Why? Because you're not sore. No, I'm not that sore. I feel, I feel pretty good. I'm still kind of struggling with my lower back i don't know what's going on there but it's i'm able to do the workouts uh, it's a little tender to move but as far as being sore from the workout i could tell i did something i'm sore-ish but i'm not like limited because of my soreness so yeah oh, oh my god the hairs on my legs were sore after uh, my first class everything <laughs> everything hurt i'm so uh-huh. upset about this jokes on you i don't have legs on my hair or hair on my legs but yeah sorry hey we're, we got we're going today. again yeah, yeah we're going again so maybe tomorrow Well, here's to hoping. Spirit animals. We all have one inside of us. And (laughs) we discovered that Brandon's spirit animal is the manatee. Because back when Jason Momoa was making the Aquaman movie, Brandon's like, I'm just like him. And I was like, like, if you were going to be in this movie, you would Mm -hmm. be like his friend, the manatee. Sure. And it turns out we have a picture of Brandon yeah. as a manatee. If Aquaman you'd like to go to too. the Roadhouse yeah. Facebook page, you can check it out. Mm-hmm. It's beautiful. Yeah. You know, and manatees won't hurt you. That I know they of. They are not aggressive. I believe they, they are, They don't even actually. eat meat. And I believe they will. They are so fat and blubbery <laughs> that they just float around and eat vegetables. <laughs> All right. <laughs> but I'm talking about this because I want to know what my spirit animal is. <laughs> What is it? I mean, with all that being said about my spirit animal, I wonder <laughs> what we should say. I mean, about... I want you to be honest. Yeah. What do I look like? A donkey. How really? About that? No, not at all. No. <laughs> you know what? I do look like a donkey when I have bangs. Do you? Yeah, I look like the donkey from Shrek when I have bangs. Nice. Yes. Donkey. But I've also been told that I sound like a chimpanzee when I laugh. Hey, that's what it is right there. A little chimpanzee with the red bum. You is know? there a chimpanzee <laughs> inside me? And he spelled chimpanzee. <laughs> oh, you're going to compare me to what a chimpanzee I'm looks quick like? Look it up an image real quick like and uh, no. What about mm. a chipmunk? I've been told I have chipmunk mm. cheeks. An orangutan. That's what I think it really? is. Really? orangutan oh my gosh what whatever does an orangutan one, look like whatever the one is nope <laughs> <laughs> it's not the orangutan oh boy Woo. what is it an uh, ape because i, I do have a big like an caboose orangutan. and apes do have big apes? cabooses <laughs> apes have big cabooses is it a possum no they sure don't they have teeny little cabooses we need help here but apes look like old men you know what I mean? Like an old man with a little butt and little legs, yeah. but above the waist belly, you know? You know, I'm thinking this needs to be researched a little bit. Why are we stuck on monkeys? Why can't you be, I mean, if we're doing like ocean-like animals and I'm a manatee, why can't you be, you know, a dolphin? Maybe I don't look like a dolphin. No. Maybe, I don't act like a dolphin. I don't know. I think this needs to be... There's got to be another sort of animal in the ocean that's similar to a manatee. You're not a shark. You're not a whale. Uh, A humpback whale. (laughs) A humpback whale, really? I think this needs to be an ongoing investigation. Okay. So if there's any help out there, please let us know. What is my spirit animal?
What animal do I look like? We are going to England for this one. <laughs> this is so funny. When you're breaking the law, being able to see the evidence from outer space, that's not the ideal criminal thing to do. Yeah, what? They raided this guy's house in England a month after they got a tip that he might be in possession of some stolen bikes. <laughs> some stolen bikes. Oh, I'm man. looking at a picture. It looks like thousands of well, bikes. And it's like when you said some stolen bikes, I'm like, what's he got? Five or ten bikes? That's messed up. No. You could see the pile of bikes in his backyard in a satellite image on Google Maps. What were you going to do with all those bikes? <laughs> There's a picture. I cannot believe it. They say hundreds here, but I'm thinking thousands his entire backyard is full of them like a line of piled up bicycles who is this guy did he like grow up without a bike did his parents not want to get him a bike and now he's like if i can't have a bike nobody will have a bike and now he's like going and stealing all the bikes i mean you can't ride all those bikes no he's not selling the bikes he's just hoarding the bikes what's he doing I mean, I could see if you were stealing like a Robin Hood situation, like I'm going to steal these really nice bikes from the rich and I'm going to give them to the poor. But no, he, he yeah. just put them in his backyard. What is he doing? What is, he doesn't even want to do maintenance on them. Like it, maybe I'm going to fix it and give it back to this kid. No. Mm-mm. Is this what the Grinch does when it's not Christmas? <laughs> yeah, just stacks, stacks of Christmas presents away, never really opens them, just wants to steal them. I want everybody to be walking. No bicycles! Like, what's the big deal? The police are trying to track down the owners of the bikes now. It's been 82 years. My Huffy got stole from me when I was 14. Now I'm 92, and my Huffy can ride again. It's a little rusty, but so am I. Still all over the media and social media is what went on between Will Smith and Chris Rock. And people are like, man, this has never happened before. But I believe it has happened before. And you did some digging, right? Well, yeah, kind of. I mean, I seen a thing that popped up, so I clicked on the link. Oh, okay. <laughs> so as far as <laughs> it must have heard goes, us talking about it. Yeah, of course it did. But uh, but I thought this would kind of hit close to home. So back in 1973, during the Oscars, a Native American lady, Sasheen Littlefeather, got up to accept an award for uh, Marlon Brando. He was getting a, an award for Beck's actor in a movie or whatever. And she got up and she was there to protest the fact of the way Native Americans were being treated in movies, on sets. It was, you know, we're back in the 70s here. So we're, we're even worse off than we are now, you yeah. know. And they weren't even treating them good on the sets. Uh, they weren't paying them. They weren't, you know, it was bad. So she was standing up for that. And at that time, John Wayne and even uh, Clint Eastwood had to be held back. What? John, John Wayne got up and was going to come up and confront her what? while she was explaining why she's there. And 12 guys had to hold John Wayne back before he got up on stage and then later in the show clint eastwood came out and kind of made like a uh i guess a remark or a joke about it kind of tried to make a joke while he was presenting an award or doing something mm-hmm. it's just crazy you know that that could have been what would he have done if he got up on stage i mean you know what i mean yeah. that's male to female contact you know and then the, the racial thing and yeah it's just kind of crazy wow. that stuff has has happened back in the 70s too insane and that's like worse what you know than will smith did yeah yeah at least will smith was man to man you know what i mean or 
he just walked up and smacked him, and all they wanted is better ratings. And, and she maybe was actually was up there doing thing. something awesome. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, kind of crazy. Let's compare the two here. She's up there trying to change the world and create kindness around us. Chris Rock is up there cracking jokes about diseases. I've always said my entire life that I would never, ever, ever own a van. Ever. And every time my car breaks down, yeah. I have to drive a flower shop van. Yeah. And it's dreadful. I can't stand it. It really fits you, though. No, it doesn't. Yeah, you look like a minivan person. No, uh-uh. No. I am not a minivan person or like a, a station wagon. Oh, yeah. They're like grocery mobiles. I am not oh, into yeah. that. Okay. No. I'm not like soccer mom. Mm-hmm. I like my, my cars and my SUVs. Sure, sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Kim Kardashian just purchased a van, mm-hmm. and it does not make me want one. Mm-mm. But she spent $400,000 on a luxury Maybach minivan just to drive her kids around, yeah. drop them off at school. It has leather seats, plenty of televisions. Mm-hmm. I have one. I have one TV in my my car i don't she's got lots of televisions multicolor roof lighting folding tables seat heaters and coolers and reclining captain's chairs all throughout wow she, she bought this minivan from that uh celebrity car guy he's got that show what's his name oh what is his name rd whittington mm. he's got that show on discovery plus million dollar wheels wow so there's a video that you and I watched. Yeah. Crazy. Just insane. I guess Kanye has one too. And so now she wants one. Of course. Oh if you had $400,000 to spend on a car, uh-huh. what would you buy? Not a car. I don't. Not that. I sure as heck wouldn't buy a minivan. If it was somebody nice, gave though. you $400,000 just to buy a car, it was, it was nice. You know, it, it really was. I would buy a tour bus. I wouldn't buy a car. I'd buy a, like a bus, yeah, you know, with like you. heated floors and real like a shower in it, you know, show up to work for the week. Yeah. And just hang out. I'd probably buy an RV because my husband and I, when we retire, we're going to RV around the country. Yeah. That'd be nice. But a minivan? I mean, it looked nice and all, but could you imagine like the things they were getting in there, pushing buttons, changing, it looked like, what's that taxi cab show? Bah, where they taxi give you, cab confessions? Yeah. No, no. Where it's a game show, they ask you questions. Oh, cash cab. Yeah, cash cab. That's what it kind of looked like. It was like a fancy cash cab roof. And then, you know, all the individual seats they could fully adjust. I'm sure they massage. Why wouldn't they? Heated and cooled. I don't know why they wouldn't be. And then a huge television screen like you would see in a limo that could also go gray. Because that's what you want your kids to have. Complete privacy while you're driving them around. You know? I know. What? And then... In the video that we watched, yeah, she she was like, so we could drive this to school in the morning. And he was like, totally. Yeah. And she's like, I just want it all gray, though. Yeah, gray. So, yeah, black. all the interior needs to come out and be replaced with gray. And the outside needs to be gray. She said yeah. gray all throughout. And she, and he just kind of looks at her and she's like, yeah, that needs to happen. And he's yeah. like, okay, no problem. Yeah. You know, inside, sure. he's probably like, you little. That's why it's $400,000. It was probably you know three hundred thousand dollars and then he's like all right sure you want everything gray you betcha i mean these cars start out at two hundred fifty thousand dollars and go up so that means she's doubled the price in just customization for herself and her children would you drive this minivan yeah i mean if i didn't have to pay for it sure i'd drive that yeah it's still a van 
Yeah, but if it's fast. It's still a van. If you're just joining us, we've been talking about Kim Kardashian and her $400,000 minivan, luxury minivan that she Mm -hmm. just purchased so she could drop her kids off at school. It has all the bells and whistles. It has televisions, Mm -hmm. plural. It also has like all the lighting inside. It has a partition. Yeah. It's very strange. Very strange. $400,000 she spent on this minivan. But you know what? Brandon just bought a vehicle too. Brandon, how much did you just spend on your new vehicle? Um, actually, we traded straight across. And I suppose the value was $7,000, if that's a brag at all. But no, I mean, ours is super custom, too. I mean, we walked in, we started throwing out demands, you know, like it's a Toyota RAV4. It has to be washed. It has, yep, yeah, clean. And we want the four wheels, you know, with the spare tire. And then, like, we made sure the spare tire was clean as well because we don't mess around. Yeah. And then we looked at it, and I was like, mm-mm, I want patina wheels, please, if I could. If I could get the rusted, pitted steel wheels, that's that's what I'm after. That has seats in it. They are not uh, at all motorized or manual. And it also has, like, 360 viewing kind of like television but different it's more like you just look outside like natural television natural television yeah so it's like that you just don't get to change the channel does um, it have those luxury airbags it does i nice. i hope yeah and, and seatbelts. it does have seat belts. oh nice matter of fact actually it's super custom in the fact that it will ding at you when you don't put the seatbelt on really you know, even it's like in a the robot pass- even in the passenger seat you know which is a new new thing to me you know what i mean like they must have a weight sensor in those manual seats that tells you if Somebody's sitting there now. Eh, also very nice. It's got real nice things like um, heating and air conditioning. <laughs> uh, super custom automatic transmission. Uh, it's got a four-cylinder engine. I mean, it's like, it's pretty fancy. Um, they used to have an automatic rear door. Mm-mm. I was like, no, we want manual. Made them change it. Put the handle on. Yeah, and, and actually it was already there. But yeah, you know, that's, uh. so, you know, I... Throughout demands, they fulfilled. Had them change the color and nothing. It was good to go. <laughs> Straight up trade. Look out, Kim Kardashian. Here comes Brandon Jones down the road in his RAV4. Kids are embarrassing. Yeah. Have, did your kids ever do anything embarrassing? Always. Every single day we went into public. Yes. Yeah. Of course, the the old bathroom stall. Oh, yeah. Embarrassing always... moments. Pew, mommy. You know, there's Guaranteed. somebody. Oh, yep. my gosh. That's yep. that's what is that person doing in there? Yep. Always asking questions at the worst times. Yeah. Well, my son's had this rash. I've been talking about this rash and it's got scary. I'm like, this thing is not going away. Right. So I had to take him into the doctor and we're in the waiting room and people are laughing at him, you know, yeah. and the staff, they gave him uh, a toy. After oh, we checked sweet. in, they hand out toys to the kids. I think oh, that's, that's so cool. cool. So it keeps them busy while you're sitting there waiting. Makes sense. So we got these cars, and he's racing them around all over the germy floor. You uh-huh. know, uh-huh. <laughs> people. He's entertaining everybody in the waiting room, of course. Nice. So he's talking to them and stuff. And then he's over with his car, and he's like racing it back and forth. And then just all of a sudden, he goes, "Can I get a? Oh yeah!" <laughs> and I'm like, "No, Michael, don't do that." <laughs> And I can hear people giggling around the waiting room. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, he's got older brothers. So, yeah. and they're like, sure, sure, sure you sure, know. Sure, sure. <laughs> Did he, nobody set it back? Nobody was like, oh, yeah. I didn't give him a chance because I'm like, no, Michael, you know. 
And so they were probably trying to behave. They probably had it loaded. <laughs> and I didn't have my phone recording, so uh, you know that would have been a good TikTok. Yeah, that would have been great. <laughs> if you don't know, there's like a a TikTok trend where people do that. Like they'll walk into like a big crowd of people and say, "Can I get a oh yeah?" And then somebody will yep. respond somewhere. Or at the grocery store. My friend's kid did it at like this military event. Oh. Yeah. And I guess everybody laughed and somebody, a bunch of people responded. That's good. But then uh, he was also in there going, the cat is out of the bag. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. Oh, that's hilarious. And then as I was leaving, they're like, are you Amy Rose from from the roadhouse? Yeah. So I'm like, yes, I am. Hello. (laughs) selfies galore yeah i wouldn't have gotten through that day without my son that's good even though we were there because of him yeah yeah he's always the kids they always brighten the worst times sometimes (laughs) he's so funny can i get a oh yeah yeah. so i shared how sore i was after my first workout at monument health sports performance institute first class i get done i'm like oh that was my first class thank you so much it was great He's like, wow, if I would have known this was your first class, I wouldn't have recommended the Wednesday class because it's mm-hmm. the hardest class. And I was like, well, <laughs> we'll see how that goes. Hour later, so sore. Couldn't bend over to pick things up. Couldn't go <laughs> to the restroom. Everything was painful. The stairs in my home. <laughs> and then I, <laughs> I go in the next time. And, you know, it's hard to lift my arms and yeah, stuff. Yeah. And it's hard to put a sports bra on normally. Yep. Okay, I'm I'm alone in the locker room. I'm taking advantage of the being alone in there. Yeah. So I'm getting dressed quickly before anybody else gets in there. And everybody knows, every woman knows, when you put a sports bra on, it kind of rolls, you know? Oh, yeah. And here I am just in agony putting this sports bra on in the first place. I get it on, and of course it's stuck under my armpits, all rolled. Yeah. And I hear somebody coming in the <laughs> locker room. <laughs> I always, I always go way in the back, too, so I have extra time. and <laughs> I have extra time to hide myself. And so I'm like, oh, crap. So I start unrolling one side. Uh-huh. And as soon as I get half of the sports bra over one of the girls, the other girl <laughs> is still popped out. Yeah, but and probably pushed out, like, yeah, yeah, weirdly. Yep. Because it's still rolled up on the, <laughs> on the right side, and so there's this giant brain popping out of my chest as this woman (laughs) walks over to use a locker right across from me (laughs) and i see her kind of glance and i'm like just just go ahead yeah just go ahead and laugh (laughs) and she did i'm like you know you've been in this situation you know and so we just kind of laughed about it a little bit and i i popped the other girl back in there she didn't come and help no brandon well i mean guys are so weird they they think girls are different they are. No, no, they are different. No. It's like we have pillow fights in the locker room, too. Why yeah. would you do? There's no pillows in there. Why would you have pillow fights? That's <laughs> oh weird. Gosh. You have pillows in your locker room? Oh. What kind of locker room do you guys have? I just know that other women change in the locker room, yeah. and they're, they're, they do it super fast, right. so nobody else will look at them. Yeah. But somebody looked at me. Oh, hey. You know, uh, with my back being stiff, I was trying to ask somebody for help get my underwear back on. But in the locker room no i never did i would never do that but i was went to change my clothes the last week or so that i've been working out there i haven't i 
put my gym shorts on and I don't take them off because of my back being stiff. Like for some reason that that bend over motion, that's the hardest thing for me to do. I can function life. I can go work out. Okay. But for some reason, like that bend and lift a leg situation is is difficult. <laughs> and so like <laughs> when and then after workout, you're already tired because I know what you mean by so, so women's sports bras are so tight. They're already hard to put on. After a workout, you know, if you're if you're sore or your lame's arms are jello, you know, so that's how I am after workout. I'm like, I'm I was already having struggles getting my stuff on before the workout. Now yeah. I really can't. So I know putting on the sports bra is a workout. <laughs> I, I was I was red and sweating when the oh. when she came in there. Sometimes when I watch my wife put on her sports bra, I start sweating too. It's Thursday. You know what time it is. Look at this dude. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> Dummy of the day with D-Ray Nuts. How are you guys doing? Wonderful. How are you doing? I am fine. Thank you very much for asking. As always, I appreciate your concern. I truly, sincerely do. So today's Dummy of the Day is close to home. And it's making national news. Wonderful. There was a woman in Sioux Falls who stole a checkbook out of a vehicle. Guy is in a truck, he has a checkbook. So this guy is going to the bank to cancel his his account, to close his account, and he realizes that someone has tried to take $1,600 out of his account, okay, with a check. They cashed a check for $1,600 taken out of his account before he could close said account. The person was signing the check as his wife, but he knew it wasn't his wife because the checkbook stole it. It was easy to find out who it was because the woman who did impersonate his wife wrote the check to herself. <laughs> so they have the canceled check with the woman's name on it. Oh, boy. And so not a difficult police investigation. The woman has now been arrested, and she's been arrested for possession of stolen property, forgery, and identity theft. And she didn't even spend any of the sixteen hundred bucks. That's how quickly they got her. They even got all the cash back. Mm -mm. Nope. What a loser! Wow. In South Dakota. In South Dakota. Of course. I mean, why not? You know. Well, the problem with this is twofold. Number one, that someone was stealing, and that is wrong. But the second problem is now every single wacky, zany morning show across the country is going, oh, those people in South Dakota sure are stupid, aren't they, everybody? (laughs) Yeah. Ding, 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 ding. Is this the brownie guy's mom? (laughs) I don't know. She's still high? Brownie. Oh, brownie guy. Poor brownie guy. Is he out yet? We ought to have a free brownie guy movement. Hashtag free brownie guy. Yeah, man. But there you go. Yeah. Thank you so much. You are welcome so much. Note to self, don't write a check to yourself when you're using somebody else's checkbook. Especially if you stole it, yeah. Doodly noted. Doodly noted. Hello, the Roadhouse. Yeah, quick question for you guys. Okay. Is is it true that Brandon used to be in prison? And is it true that Amy used to be a man? (laughs) Depends on who's asking. Where did you hear this? I wrote it on the internet, and then I read it on the internet, so it's got to be true. <laughs> Fake news. <laughs> this could be true. Do you believe it? What if Amy used to be Brandon that was in prison, and now she's Amy on the radio? Then who are you? 
and I was Amy. What? Boy, that's that's the circle of life right there. <laughs> Do you believe it? The internet rumor I started? Yeah. No. No. Well, that's not good. At all. How about other people I, that are reading I just it? Wanted verification. Okay. <laughs> How did you come up with this rumor? Uh, I was drinking. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Do I look like I used to be a man? Oh no. Okay. No. Does no, Brandon look all. like he used to be in prison? Well, I never seen him bend over. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Who is this? <laughs> Who is this? I can't say. I think we're being pranked, Brandon. <laughs> it could be. It could be. Brandon, yep. make sure you get that soap on a rope. You'll be okay. Yep. Where where do you live? Are you in Rapid City? Cell Block 8, baby. <laughs> oh, I remember you. I recognize this voice. <laughs> Wait, whisper, and then he'll recognize I can still it. smell the breath. <laughs> Give us a clue of who this is. No, no, I can't do that. You didn't send me a blank thank you card, did you? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody do that? Yes. <laughs> oh, gee whiz. Well, here's a blank. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> is this Santa Claus? Kind of sounds no, like... I'm, I'm his brother. The bad, the bad Santa. Bad, bad Claus, yeah. yeah. I've seen the movie. Yeah, yeah. No, that's not me either. <laughs> well, thanks for calling, and uh, I think sure. it was a pleasure. I'm not sure. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, we, we I, did learn. So. Okay. Well, I tried, but I got to go back to myself. Yeah, <laughs> my phone time's up. Okay. <laughs> All right. We'll see y'all. Good luck out there. Thank you. Slip on a rope. Well, that was interesting. Very. What What was that? No clue. I wonder who that was. There's no way it was the guy that I was in county with. Have you been in jail? Yeah, I've been For in real? jail. Yeah. For what? Everybody goes to jail, at least a couple times. Who the heck was that? But did you used to be a man? <laughs> no. No. Well, he obviously knows something, you know, we don't know. He knows something I don't know, too. That was weird. I mean, like, should we call the police? That was weird. (laughs) That was weird. Who does that? Some dude using his phone time in jail, I guess. But how does he get on the internet? I haven't seen any They get computer time. I mean, you know, they they get to get on, depending on what level of, you know, they have they have that freedom. They can get online and kinda do their thing. Sounded like somebody kind of out of their mind. Yeah, maybe. I mean, hey, if he's in jail, somebody out of their mind in jail. Why are they calling us? Must be a fan. Maybe they're tuning in while they're you know wasting away. I don't know. I'm glad we have a recording of it because if we come up missing, yeah, that's probably that dude. It's that dude. The Roadhouse. Hi. How are you? What? <laughs> How, how are you? <laughs> Who's this? I'm thinking of coming and visiting you two sometime today. What? Oh. Uh, yeah, I got a present for you. What kind of present? Well, it's... I, I can't tell you exactly what it is, but I can tell you about it. 
Is it food? Oh, no. No, 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 no. Never take food from strangers. Come on. Who is this? Listen to me when I say this. Pay heed. What? If you know what heed is. All around the studio, I'll chase Brandon and Amy. Uh, okay. I'm not, I'm not done. And if I do something bad to them, that would be a shame. <laughs> Did we do something to upset you? Oh no. Is this the guy that called earlier? Could could be. I'm calling every radio station in town and trying to scare the crap out of them. Well, well come well, on down, I guess. I'm not so scared. So far, you two sound to be like the only ones that are scared. I'm not scared. Yeah, show up. Try to chase me around. Let's see what happens. So, thanks for calling. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That was weird. I don't know what, I don't know what to do. That's... <laughs> ignore it move on i mean you know how people are they call think they're cool nothing's nothing's gonna happen you know what yeah. i mean do you think it could be one of our coworkers playing a joke on us could be that or you know it could be a, a weird listener just at home bored trying to harass us a little bit i don't know I, my blood pressure's up a little bit are you because we we didn't tell you this yet but we got like 50 open mics this morning yeah and i think it's this guy well, and we can't even play them on the air. They're disturbing. Yeah, it's a little weird. And if it's the same guy, then I kind of hope he shows up. You know what I mean? Like, I'm a, all right, then you deserve a good smacking. You he know? sounds like he would look scary. <laughs> yeah. Do you think he's a big man? Uh, He sounds it. You know, not healthy, though. Not big as in, like, The Rock, but, like, big, like, as in, like, you know, lazy boy big. Yeah. The phone is ringing. I'm not answering it right now. No. I think he's calling back. I'm not yeah. doing it. It'd probably ignore it. Maybe it'll go away. Who knows? It's the Roadhouse. Hello. Can I speak to Brandon? Hey, what's up? Brandon, do you have any naked pictures, Amy? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> not on me, no. Would you like some? No, I don't. <laughs> Bye. What in the actual... I have no idea. It's just weird. I mean, does this happen often? I mean, I'm a little this new to... This has never happened to us before. I'm a little new to radio, I guess, a few years in here. Is this normal for people to get weird people calling? I don't know. Well, we've always had some people call in that were weird. But Does I mean, this mean we're famous? Yeah, because we have a stalker? Is that what makes us famous? <laughs> is he a stalker or is know? it a coworker in the next room? I walked around and I didn't see anybody like looking weird yeah everybody was working like it's very normal so i don't know it's interrupting our show today yeah and it's really hard to be funny or have fun when you got some dude ringing you off the hook and open mic and you come we get constant emails hey weird (laughs) yeah how about we get some nice phone calls today yeah we're trying to wean through and get something good and we got that guy we've been getting freaky phone calls from this guy all morning and we just got another one. I mean, the phone is ringing again right now. <laughs> Keeps this, calling. And every time we pick it up, it's this guy. And we recorded another one. Here it is. Roadhouse. Hi there. Oh, oh boy. Hey, I got, I got a question for you. 
can I come in the studio and pretend I'm Will Smith and Brandon can pretend he's Chris Rock? You can sure try. I'd like, can I watch? (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) I'm getting a little disturbed. (laughs) Or, Or can I come in your studio and pretend that I'm Hugh Hefner? And Amy's every girl in the Playboy Mansion. (laughs) (laughs) What do you look like? Yeah. (laughs) Well, picture uh, Brad Pitt. And uh, if if Brad Pitt and Throw Mama from a Train had a kid, that'd be me. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. I can't wait to meet you. Okay. I'll be there shortly. All right. Good. You guys, who is this? Yeah, is weird. this like some kind of joke? We went so- and asked all the all of our coworkers. It's yeah. none of them. They're like, "What are you talking about?" We even had them listen to it. I mean, it doesn't sound like anybody we recognize. Uh-uh. I don't. Like, I c- couldn't pinpoint this. Usually, you can always, even when somebody's disguising their voice, you can kind of like, yeah, you be like, yeah, but this is totally. It doesn't sound like anybody I know. How about uh-uh. you? No, it it's it's kind of like a gross, creepy voice. You know what I mean? Like I'm grossed out listening to it. Yeah, I feel, I feel just disgusting. like a disgusting pervert. Yeah, that's not the vibe I'm getting to. And the, the way he keeps talking about you is like, I know, what? I I have him pictured as like this big burly truck driver guy. Started out with soap on a rope with me in jail. Now it's looking for your pics. What's going on? Yeah, and the open mics are disgusting. Yeah, <laughs> they're at first they were funny, and then now I don't think it's funny. Anymore. It was funny because I'm like, wow, this person's pretty weird, and then. Now it's like, this is weird. This is creepy. Rana, our assistant, she says the phone keeps ringing, and when she answers it, it's just a hang-up. But when we answer it, he talks. Yeah. You know? Honestly, we just want we just wanted to air these phone calls because it's starting to creep us out <laughs> and make us uncomfortable. Yeah. And we just need it documented, basically. Yeah. So it's a weird. Yeah. Yeah. So hopefully we have a security guard here. No. We sure don't, but yeah, I mean it's a bank, you know, so I'm sure they have some kind of security. There's cameras, you know. Yeah. Well, anyways, I'm glad we got through this morning. That's all. Yep. It's Roadhouse mailbag time. Okay, this is an interesting question coming from Jason. Hmm. It says, "Amy and Brandon, I've got a friend situation that needs some help. My friend is in a new relationship with this girl." Problem is, she's from a whole other country while he's here in the States. They haven't even met in person. They talk every day through Zoom. He says he really likes her and has been talking to her for months now. He says she's everything that he's looking for in a wife, and he's even talked about marrying her. I don't want to tell him how to live his life because he told me his other friends and family have been trying to do that in this situation. But I don't think this is a good situation for him. She told him he couldn't go out and drink with us and seems to get upset over petty things. I also know that this isn't a scam because my friend has no money and she hasn't even asked him for any. So that is a good thing here. He's also talking about going to see her over the summer and possibly even asking her to marry him while he's there. This will be the first time they've ever met in person. Hmm. So what do you think here? Am I overreacting, overprotecting my friend here for making a huge mistake, or should I say something to him? If so, how do I go about it without losing one of my best friends? 
Boy, it's tough, isn't it? <laughs> yes. I mean, because who are we to say what feelings you have and what love is? You know, love don't fit in a box, and it might not be local for him. But it does seem a little bit strange, like he's getting duped, maybe if they're from a country. I mean, there's a show all about it. What's that, 90 Day Fiance? You know, it's all about that, people from another country. And then you, you could totally tell all they want is a green card. They just want to move to the United States, you know. Mm-hmm. And it's like, is this that? Is this a version of this? I think his friend should talk to him because if he's going to go propose to this girl yeah. and marry her, it's too soon because yep. they've never been in person. You have to be around a person to really get to know them. Yeah. And I he might get mad, but... If it doesn't work out, he's going to understand eventually. Yep, exactly. I, I agree with you. I think you should at least bring it up. Maybe not be too demanding in the fact that, look, you're either going to be my friend and you're losing this girl or we're never going to be friends. You know, maybe not that far, but but definitely be like, dude, from an outside perspective, this is strange. I wouldn't go straight marriage yet. You know, like maybe meet her a couple of times. Yeah, because yeah. you're right. Who knows who the person is? It's totally different when you live with someone. It's crazy because this new generation of kids, this is how they live. They meet people online and they they think they know them. Yeah. But you don't. You can set the camera up at angles, you know. No, you yeah. may not see, be seeing the real person. Well, and, and, uh, and let's be honest. Something's totally different than when you can turn the camera off and go relax on the couch, right? When you can't do that, when someone's living next to you and they're constantly hounding you or just their presence is annoying to you, you can't just say, hey, I got to go. Sorry, I'm going to let you go. No, they're there. You can't turn it off. They're just sitting beside you breathing wrong. (laughs) You know what I mean? (laughs) That's stuff that's hard. In my opinion, I would highly recommend speaking up. That's what a true friend would do. If you had a bat in the cave, I would speak up. Exactly. Lower level of a situation. But still. But it comes around. Very similar. You don't even know what this girl's farts smell like. Oh, that's gross. Well, this is where we would normally take some phone calls, but Creepy Guy has been calling us all morning. The phone is ringing right now. I'm pretty sure it's probably him. So I do apologize, but we have to pass on taking callers' advice today. I think we gave some pretty good advice. I think so, too. Follow that, man. It's time for our Tuesday Teacher Spotlight. Today's... Oh, my gosh. This is about a special ed teacher. Her name is Genevieve Via Cava, and she donated a million dollars to her old school for scholarships wow. for special needs students. And she's been, she's been saying this for years, that she was going to do this, and they thought she was totally joking. Right. Cause... And she, she passes away, and they get this million-dollar donation, and wow. they're like, oh, my gosh. With this scholarship that she set up, I'm very happy that there are going to be kids now, special need kids, that are going to be uh, capitalizing on this uh, on this scholarship. It's something that she always wanted to do. She always wanted to help out her kids, and I'm sure right now she's smiling that that it's finally happened, and some some kid, some needy kid out there, is going to be able to use this and go further. So this desire to pay it forward and donate this million dollars to these special ed kids, now like future generations are going to have the chance to move forward in education. This money is going to stay in a fund and generate interest. 
tons of these kids for years to come are going to be able to take advantage of yeah. this. A great way to think about it. I mean, obviously she had a life insurance policy, which is always a good thing to have. Actually, uh, the money had come from just inheritance. Oh, really? Know, from the past. She always had this money, oh. but she, yet she chose to be a special education teacher. That is some true passion of a, of a teacher that doesn't even need to work, doesn't need the income, but has the desire and the passion to help somebody who really needs it. It's just amazing. Yeah, and she's left that legacy now for years to come. If there's a teacher that you would like us to spotlight, just let us know. You can send us a voicemail, 605-389-3456. You can text us or email it to us, brandon at theroadhouseam.com. It's a feel-good moment. There's a couple in Milwaukee. They were high school sweethearts in the 60s, and they finally got married 57 years later. They lost touch when the guy went away for college and reconnected online. We were high school sweethearts. Um, I went to his junior prom, his senior prom. Dated through high school. We went study. Curtis went off to college, and our lives kind of lost each other. So we never broke up. We just got separated. And so I answered her back. I answered her real quick. Finally, uh... August uh, the 15th, couldn't take it any longer. I called her up on the phone. I said, would would you, that's all I got out. She said, yes, would you marry me? I couldn't get Mary out. (laughs) No one really loved me as much as Curtis loved me. You know, it it was such an unconditional, loving relationship I had with him that no one's ever been able to match that. And after all these years, they've never forgotten about each other. Are you still looking for love? Do you think about your high school sweetheart? Maybe you need to look them up. It's a feel-good moment. Bounced from the Roadhouse is hosted by Amy Rose and Brandon Jones. Produced by Mark Houston. Engineered by Chris Jacquez. Audio and video mastered by Russ Haddon. If you liked what you heard, please rate it five stars and leave a comment.